Let's uh, switch topics to monkeypox. Monkeypox sounded like something amusing when it first came out. It is anything but amusing. And now it has been considered a, uh, and, and declared an official health emergency yeah. here in the United States. What does all that mean? What's the likelihood of you possibly contracting it? Bruce Wiley, executive director of FICOR, a professor at SUNY Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy, joins us to talk about it. Bruce, thank you for coming on with us. First of all, quickly, what is monkeypox? So monkeypox is um, it's it's caused by a monkeypox virus, which is uh, in the same family as smallpox, but it's not the same thing as smallpox. Uh, and if this virus, if you get infected with this virus, if the virus enters breaks in your skin or enters through your mucous membranes, then you can develop um, this monkeypox illness, which is somewhat similar to like chickenpox um, or smallpox, in which you develop these lesions. Uh, these fluid-filled lesions and then eventually pus-filled and then eventually scabs. But it's more dangerous than chickenpox, not as dangerous as smallpox. Is it deadly? It can be. Fortunately, we haven't had that many uh, deaths throughout this outbreak, uh, but it can be deadly, yes. Now, why was it declared a national uh, health emergency if in the United States there only have been about six or 7,000 cases? Yeah, the main main concern has been the rate of spread, you know, how quickly it's spread and how it's not been contained. Uh, so we continue to see cases increase. And the main reasons to declare an emergency are, one, to raise awareness, to tell everyone, look, you know, there's something spreading that we need to contain it. And two is to allow different agencies and authorities uh, expand their ability to contain so they're able to, like, move funding more quickly uh, they have more authority to to do things. So that's the main reason why you want to uh, declare emergency. Okay. Now, it, it, how does it actually spread? So the key is close physical contact. And this is the one of the things that has been confusing to the public um, because there's been misinformation, you know, people suggesting that, oh, it's just spread by sexual, sexual contact. It's not the same thing as gonorrhea. It's not the same thing as chlamydia. It's not exclusively a sexually transmitted infection. It can spread via any type of close physical contact, uh, prolonged physical contact. So it's not as if, if you just pass someone, you know, on the street or something like that. You can catch it. You have to have prolonged physical contact. And it's either through respiratory droplets, like large respiratory droplets, or if you touch someone's lesions or infected body fluids, or if you touch objects that are contaminated with this body with those um, fluids like uh, sheets or clothing or bedding and things like that now according to a piece that i'm reading here which i think was in the new york times or wall street journal uh out of the cases reported recently to the world health organization uh data on sex was available for about three quarters of the people who were uh, infected with monkeypox, and of those, 99% were male. And mm-hmm. that on the sexual orientation was available for uh, a certain percentage of those, but of those, 97.5% were men who have sex with men. So when mm-hmm. people say that this is primarily, and I mean overwhelmingly, a disease that at least currently is being spread between gay men, those numbers would suggest that that is an accurate statement, correct? 
Yeah, what we're seeing is social network effects, meaning that you know this happens to be the network uh, of contacts where it's being spread. If you look at past outbreaks, they haven't gone through that direction. They've spread to other types of networks. Uh, so it happens to be there there were there been these sex, sexual networks or, or social contacts where people have had close proximity to each other, close contact with each other, and that's why you're seeing it predominantly uh, so far in uh, that community. But it doesn't mean that it's exclusively to that community. And if you have people who are in close contact with someone who's infected, they can get infected as well. So that's an important distinction there. So it just happens to be seen currently in a particular social network, but it can spread to other social networks as well. What are the uh, medications to deal with it right now? And is there a vaccine forthcoming? Yeah, there's actually an already existing vaccine, which is the smallpox vaccine. You may have heard of the Gineos vaccine, which is one example of the smallpox vaccine, which is effective against monkeypox as well. So fortunately, this is a virus that's been around. You know, it was first identified in 1958. First human case was 1970. And then since there, then there's, there have been vaccines against, uh, against the monkeypox virus, uh, the smallpox vaccines. So we're fortunate that we have those. Now, one of the challenges is there's the shortage of those vaccines right now. Oh boy. Now, did I hear or read somewhere that, 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 that there was a mistake that somebody forgot to order them or something as, 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 as almost mind-blowing as that, and that's, that's the reason we're behind the curve on this? Yeah, we're seeing a lot of um, uh, logistical glitches that's happened. Uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the big concerns and 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 is has been that the response has not been optimal to this outbreak, and that's one of the reasons why it's really continued to grow. There, there really should have been a more rapid response, and uh, logistically, you've got to quickly make sure you know the right vaccines are ordered, uh, they're in place, they're delivered and administered, and we've seen a lot of problems with that. Bruce, are the scars from the disease permanent, or do they eventually go away? Potentially. They can potentially be permanent. Uh, in many cases, they, they eventually scab over and the scabs fall off. But there are some cases where, you know, you can have per- permanent scars as well. So that's that's another concern. Now, when you talk about uh, getting it for touching somebody who has lesions, is it as simple as, you know, if there's someone whose arm has the lesions on him and your arm brushes against it, that's it? Or do you have to have, you know, does your hand have to stay on that for a while? You, you know, the sweat get, or the things get into your pores, et cetera, you know, a prolonged contact. Yeah, usually it's more prolonged contact because it's not just, you know, if, if like one, a single virus um, gets into your system, it's not going to be the issue. You have to have enough of the virus get into your system. That's why we typically see, uh, people who are in the same household or people who are taking care of someone who's in, infected, you know, healthcare workers mm-hmm. or, or someone who's handling the, the laundry or the bed sheets and those things like that. So that's why, you know, if you just brush past someone in the hallway, it's a lot less likely. Uh, you know, again, we're talking about chances and likelihood. It's a lot less likely. So it typically is more prolonged contact. And, and once this vaccine, they catch up with it, which I assume if it's in the process now and it's been declared a national health emergency, as unforgivable as it is in this day and age, uh, with COVID still around, how can we behind be behind the curve on anything that resembles an, a, a, an infectious disease? I mean, we ought to, we ought to have our antenna up, you know, for anything like this. So it, it just goes to show you that when people say, "Well, we won't be fooled again," <laughs> okay, yeah, we just we just were, but 
once these vaccines are available, are they effective in preventing it? Uh, you know, and more effective, shall we say, than the COVID-19 vaccine? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is disappointing that there are all these lessons learned from the COVID-19 pandemic and that, you know, we're seeing a, a repeat of a lot of the, the issues. Uh, the vaccine can be effective in two ways. So one is prevention. So you get vaccinated first. And then if you get exposed, it can prevent infection. And the other possibility is what's called post-exposure prophylaxis. So if you get exposed, if you get vaccinated you know, quickly enough, you might be able to uh, ward off illness. So, um, yeah, so this, again, the, 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 the positive thing is this vaccine has been around um, and it's not complete, a completely new vaccine. Hey, Bruce, so I, okay. yeah, Bruce I, oh. I, don't, I don't want to ask you, I know you said this earlier, I might have missed over it. Close contact, mm-hmm. human to human, whatever, skin to skin. Um, I know this is going to sound stupid because they used to say it, but fluid-wise, is it transferable? And I'm not going to the old toilet seat reference, but just things like that where you can get it from something that someone who had it has been on? Well, it's what, yeah, it's one of these things where you have to have enough of the virus uh, contaminating something. So typically it's it's more like clothes and and uh, a bed sheet, someone that has you know, something that someone has been in for a while and, and, and been on, uh, you know, so it's something that's briefer contact is less likely. Now, of course, if someone continues to use something repeatedly, an object over and over again, then yes, you know, you could potentially catch it from that. Um, so, yeah, obviously people are concerned, okay, well, what about the public toilet or something of that sort? It's better to try to clean that off in general because there's other things that you can catch from the, you know, the, there's a lot of bacteria and pathogens on a public toilet seat in general. So you should use general hygiene in general. So, like, it's good to use some soap and water to try to clean off a toilet seat if you're going to use it. <sighs> Yet another thing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bruce. Good to talk to you. Appreciate the information. Okay. Thanks for having me.